searching for Canada's best startups. The Pitch Please Podcast. Hosted by Mike Thibodeau. Give us your best pitch. Pitch please. Three, two, one. Connecting with Canada's startups to learn about their business and the amazing people behind them. Follow along and hear some of the most interesting ideas in startups from across Canada. What's up, everybody? It's Mike. We're back here on the Pitch Please podcast. Today, I've got Dennis from Wheel Easy. You all know I love puns, so this one's going to be a fun one. Wheel Easy is disrupting how you get your car serviced uh, directly from the comfort of your home, maybe other places too, but we're going to find out more. Dennis, let's turn it over to you. Get your full name, uh, your position at Wheel Easy, and start to learn a little bit about you. My name is Dennis Ho. I'm founder and CEO of Wheel Easy Mobile Automotive Service. Amazing. And tell us a little bit about your history. You know, you're the founder. Are you an automotive tech? Have you always loved auto? Like, what sort of kind of got you here? Yeah, for sure. You know, I had gone through the automotive program at Fanshawe College here in London. So I uh, graduated back in 2010. Moved into a small uh, tire shop out in Niagara region. That was just a family-owned shop. Uh, a dad and son were operating that. So I got a lot of insight into how to build customer relationships working at a small shop like that. Eventually uh, got my license after I had moved on to a, a larger used car dealership where I had spent, uh, spent about 10 years there in a number of different roles, including working as, a, working as an auto service technician and then spent some time as a service manager as well. So it was a good chance to build some of those customer relationship skills as well myself and work on managing a team and, and interacting with our customers and with our sales department as well. And then in 2018, I decided to come back to Western University in London here uh, with the idea that I would eventually open my own shop. When I entered the business program at Ivy Business School, I had started to get a lot more exposure to entrepreneurship. So I had started out working at a summer internship at a company called Car Juggle. It was a startup that was working on an AI car appraisal tool. And then also as part of the business program was our new venture project. So that's where this wheel easy idea really came out, where we uh, were tasked with developing a business plan and, and testing the feasibility of, of a, a business like this. I had always had my family and friends really enjoy getting their car serviced just in the driveway, you know, mostly oil change, tire swap, things like that. This could be a possible business that a lot of people might be interested in as well. So we had worked on building up the business plan and working on some, uh, some marketing materials. And as a part of that project, I decided to go out and do some of the tire swaps in, in customer driveways just for purposes of getting to know the customers and really learning what was important to them as a part of this service. Also to earn some income while I was in school was received so positively that I decided to continue on with it. We entered some business plan competitions and some pitch competitions, did pretty well in some of those and earned some seed funding. And after I was done school, I decided to continue on with it. So been uh, a couple of busy fall and spring seasons for tire swaps, adding more services, as well as uh, participating in Fanshawe College Business Accelerator a couple of summers ago, and eventually Western Accelerator this past winter as well. A really good experience trying to combine some of my multiple skills, you know, working as a technician and being in the business program. I think meet a lot of great people. Yeah, I love that journey. So like you started out with this deep, rich knowledge of hands-on, how to go work as an automotive tech. Then you had this moment where, you know, you wanted to take those skills and 
open your own shop. So you went to school in a more entrepreneurial business type way. And the outcome of that was actually going into a startup to go actually work hands-on with some of these business skills. And then you sort of pivoted from an auto shop to, I want to disrupt this space now with this, this newfound learning. I really oh, like yeah. that. And you know, all the time I had spent in the shop, like it's an area where it's resistant to innovation generally. Always, you know, trying to order parts on things like that. It's just this interfaces are, you know, caught in the past and you know, the, the line of thinking for a lot of owners in the shop environment is not really thinking to move forward very much. So I think for, you know, younger people who are trying to enter the trade, we have more innovative ways of doing things. It can be a more appealing, more appealing way to them. So tell me about, you know, you said you started as an automotive tech and you went to school for that and you sort of went down this journey with the desire to open your own shop. Tell me about that entrepreneurial bug. Did you have people around you? Was this always sort of the goal? Was it something that developed where you made had the desire to open your own shop after working as an auto tech for some bit? Like what sparked you to become an entrepreneur, I guess? Yeah, I, I think I would say, you know, working uh, working at Elite Tire, the first shop I was at and directly with the owner and just seeing the way he was able to run things any way he pleased. Coming in early for jobs I need to get done and staying late, that was, it was all his decision and all possible because he was out there trying to build the business and make customers happy. And, you know, as I spent some more time working in a larger organization at the dealership, I didn't really have that type of flexibility and I could tell there's a lot of, uh, a lot of possibilities to, to do things a bit more, uh, maybe your own way or trying to make your own path and, and develop things and solutions that you encounter directly in the field, right? It's not necessarily doing things the way you always have done. Trying to innovate and, and create better solutions for people was a really big reason that I thought that I could create these better solutions myself. That's cool. Now, as an automotive mechanic, I assume you have some passion for cars. What's like your favorite dream car? Oh, I'd like to have, uh, you know, several, several different uh, generations yeah. of Mustangs. You got to pick one. The lifts need to service customers. Yeah, exactly. Well, I like to have a, I like to have an old Mustang, you know, 65, 69 Mustang. That would be really nice. I see. I see one right on the street that I always dream about having. Why? Why is that your dream car? gone in 60 seconds a lot of times i use that car in movies and i've always been a big ford fan so those would be the icons that's super cool are you driving a ford mustang right now oh no no not so much not yet <laughs> it, it, it's hard to get all the things you need to all of the customers in a Ford. that's mustang true you know i had thought uh you know it might be nice to have a unique type of vehicle as a service service vehicle so maybe uh maybe someday we can make it work i love it well let's talk about then your entrepreneurial or I guess startup experience, would you say that shaped a lot of what pivoted your direction from opening the your own shop? Or was it actually just your time spent in that program at, at Western? Was it one or the other? Like what were some of the biggest takeaways from Card Juggle? Yeah, like I guess I would say that again, that was was not necessarily a defined role. I had been in jobs where it was uh, very clear cut what we need to do, and we're all uh, we're all reaching towards this goal together that is clearly defined. 
Whereas with car juggle, it was a lot more, uh, a lot more latitude to be creative and try and develop different, different approaches to the same problems, right? We're trying to find a way to help our people selling cars privately get the most value out of their car. As it turns out, there was also this other need where used car dealerships were looking for cars to sell well, back in 2021 is kind of a deficit of used cars out there on the market. So we kind of identify this different need. So we had pivoted within business to try and address this new need with some parallel or kind of in conjunction with the, the selling of the car needs. So kind of along those lines, I thought, you know, it's not necessarily having to stay the course or, or try and accomplish these defined goals, just trying to, you know, use the technology that we developed to find different ways to apply it. So I thought that was, cool. a, that was a pretty interesting way of framing customers' needs and trying to address those. So I try and translate that into what I'm doing. Now. Understand what people need out there on their cars, servicing their cars in the driveway. And then they have more and more needs as they get to know me a few times. We've done the tire swap and then they ask me for, for some different services. Might not necessarily be something that I would be offering right now, but I'd love to be able to make them happy and satisfy their needs. So trying to adapt what I'm offering to what they need is really important to me. That's, that's cool. I like how you've taken a bunch of the thinking around hacking the problem and understanding the customer pain points and brought that over to an area that maybe it's not as, as richly explored as you sort of described. So let's talk a little bit about Wheel Easy. But before we do, I, I, I want to understand the name. I love puns. How did you come up with Wheel Easy? And then after that, we'll talk a bit more about your business. But I, oh, I want to hear yes. the story. How did, how did you get here? Honestly, this is quite, quite a few years ago, I had thought of this uh, Wheel Easy name. This was before we were even doing the project at school. I had been offering very informally, right? Just on Kijiji, Facebook Marketplace, offering to do these, these services for people in the driveway. I thought we could legitimize ourselves with a name. Wheel Easy was the name we came up with. I honestly thought it was very silly at first, but then I had a couple of friends who, who really uh, thought it was a good name, keeping things real easy, you know, Wheel Easy. So we decided to stick with it and a lot of people have enjoyed, enjoyed it much like yourself. Yeah, it's fun. I like that you brought like a little bit of fun to this space and, and I'm sure that puts a smile on people's face. Easy to well, identify, uh, easy to identify, I guess. Wheel easy, wheel easy. Dennis, let's learn about wheel easy. Obviously, this show is called Pitch, Please. So before we dive into learning all about your business, Dennis, your pitch, please. Yes, sir. Well, Wheel Easy is a London-based mobile automotive service provider designed to help busy working parents and professionals simplify car service. Instead of calling to book an appointment, traveling to the shop, and waiting around with your car for hours, Wheel Easy, you simply book online and our certified technicians will come to your house and complete the work you need right in your driveway, saving you the time and hassle of dealing with the shop and leaving you with more time for the important things. Our new and easy-to-use booking platform is now live at wheel-easy.ca. So if you're in London, come check us out, and we can't wait to see you out there. I love it. That is super concise. You hit on so many different points. Thank you. <laughs> um, now let's dig into it a little bit. Of course. Um, I always talk about the fact that a great pitch, there's so many things I can go feed off of as we dig into this business. Before we dive into too many of them, though, help me understand this space. So you're obviously going to people's homes to help. What's sort of the spectrum? Obviously, most people know of the physical brick and mortar 
mechanics. I guess there's the automotive shops that are independent. And then there's the ones that are obviously connected to a brand. But like, is that it? What's the diversity of what's out there? Tell us a little bit about this space and the yeah, market so you, you definitely describe uh, many of the traditional type of shop, which most people or pretty much everyone will be familiar with traveling to the shop and encountering the service provider and, and having your car go into the shop. You wait in what might be a dirty waiting room. And then you might get told what type of services your car might need in addition to what you had brought it in for. Aside from that, as part of our project, we had researched and found there was a a number of mobile service companies that were starting to come into existence and starting to grow. A couple of companies like uh, like Go Oil and Go Wrench, um, with a focus on mobile service. Obviously, uh, Go Oil is a kind of has a focus on oil changes, um, and then Go Wrench is kind of a full service uh, mechanics, uh, full service mechanic offerings. So we thought we'd kind of slot in there somewhere with a focus on tires. So I had always thought this winter tire swapping, obviously around here is something we do twice a year. Every car should have winter tires, in my opinion. It looks like about 70 to 80% of cars are using them currently. If we could, you know, I have been brought up in a tire shop and done most of my apprenticeship at a shop that focused on tires. So I have a deep knowledge of, of tires. And I thought this would be a good way to build a niche in there, focusing on, you know, tire swapping, tire sales, tire repairs, and tire storage for people just to kind of get ourselves established and, you know, getting the wheels off the car is a good way to inspect and, and see what's, see what's going on suspension wise, brake wise, give people a bit more insight there. So there are, uh, there are a number of traditional options that we're trying to, uh, overcome some of the challenges that people face with those traditional shops. There are some mobile options, which I see as validation that there is interest in mobile service. And that's kind of what I've experienced as well. People are largely not aware of mobile automotive service as an option generally. Over 80% of people didn't even know it existed at all before they met with us. So I'm happy to make more apparent to them. They can share the message with a lot more of their circles, which has been a really good way for us to gain more customers and then giving people a, a great experience and keep them coming back. That, that's interesting. Now, you talked about the fact that you go to the customer. And it can be anywhere. It can be at my office. It can be at my home. Like where's sort of the spectrum of where you guys uh, will go do the service or is it better? Yeah, the home driveway house? has been great, you know, especially for the tire swapping. Most of the time, the tires are there. Now we're starting to offer tire storage, which has been a great solution for people. No need to haul it out of the basement or off some high up shelf in the corner of the garage. And then feeding off of that, as you had mentioned, it's a great opportunity to have the tire stored and then be able to go do this tire swap anywhere, right? At the office is definitely a great, great option for us. Definitely no, no additional challenges there. Oftentimes more space than at home. That's where we're really trying to increase some of our business by trying to partner with some offices. For example, we had a, a business here in London that we had arranged a tire swapping event for their employees. So we would go there, swap tires on six or seven vehicles and make things easier for their employees. No need to take time off work and go to the shop to do the tire swap and offer some minor discounts just because we're able to do so many in bulk, right? The traveling is the main expense for us. So if we could do several at one location, it's, it's really good for us. Yeah, the efficiency. Now let's talk about that, the services. Now you've talked about tires. You talked about some of where the other competitors are. What is the range of services you offer today? And what is that 
going to evolve to look like in, in uh, so life. we're we're really definitely trying to feel ourselves out in this area so myself personally i'm a licensed mechanic so i feel pretty confident in doing all types of repairs the actual doing of the repairs we offer the tire swapping and the tire sales for sure and then we now offer the mobile oil changes as well as a, an additional offering the other repairs we've offered them on an informal basis where they would inquire and then we would quote things out on a case-by-case -case basis. We have faced some challenges with getting the right parts, obviously, instead of the parts place, bringing parts to our fixed location shop. There's a bit more travel involved. It's kind of a challenge sometimes to go and diagnose a problem on someone's car and have to travel away, get the parts, and then travel back to complete the repairs. Uh, so. At this point, we're really focusing on the type of regular maintenance that's commoditized between cars. The tire swap for sure is almost the same for every type of car. Oil change is very similar for many types of cars, whereas some of the other repairs might involve a bit more nuance. So we will definitely try and carve out our niche in the tire space and then start to build up some of the regular maintenance offerings and then continue to think about whether or not we want to go directly into more of the more complex repairs. In addition to that, we are trying to build up a few more relationships with other mobile automotive adjacent service providers, things like dent repair, detailing, key cutting and reprogramming. We've got partners in all these areas that work up from a mobile platform as well. So if we have see some dents on someone's cars, we have someone available out there to help them as well. So trying to consolidate a lot of these mobile services, maybe into one, uh, maybe into one organization or one offering. Yeah, that's super cool how you're like already kind of creating these cross referrals um, amidst this. Now talk to me, and it also sounds like you're trying to find things that are frequented and repeatable that need to be done rather than the like, Hey, I've got a sound mm -hmm. and I need to go mm -hmm. figure out what that is. It's like, no, these are like regular scheduled things that have to be done repeatedly. And you're, you're tackling that now on tire swaps. Like I know you can have a second set of rim and tire, or some people just have a different tire, same rims. Do you focus on one or both? Where, where are you at? Yeah, stage of course. Very easy to just, if the tire, the winter tires on their own set of rims, very easy to just come and take the lug nuts off put the other wheel on, put the lug nuts back on. Very simple. That's kind of been our bread and butter so far. Um, our goal is for this fall season, a sprinter van, get the tire machines on the van, and then we could be full tire service out on the road. So we have the tire machines just in the shop here now. We are able to do off-rim tire work at our home shop, but at this point it involves traveling back and forth back to the shop to do the work, back to the customer's house to the wheel back on. But my goal in the in the short term is to be full service tire work by having a van that house these machines. That's pretty cool. Now you said you're in London, Ontario. How big's the team and what's sort of the growth to this point sort of look like? And are you thinking about expanding into other markets? What's yeah. sort of your your Yeah, of course. That? So we've got uh we've got uh, myself and two other technicians out there uh, working with me. It's a very seasonal job for the tire swapping. So these guys are with me, with me part-time now. They're actually students of the same Fanshawe College automotive program that I was in the past. So they're coming through with the same level of education as I am. 
We had recently put them through a certification course with Ontario Tire Dealers Association. So now they're, they're certified to do all types of tire repairs and tire work and things like that. And then beyond that, we've got someone helping us with marketing, just doing social media posts and other, uh, other sales outreach and things like that. And then we've also, uh, we've also got the development team that's helping us work on our custom booking flow as well. So instead of using our out-of-the-box Wix website that has served us very well in the early going, and now we're trying to refine this booking process so that customers can book more than one car, more than one service. Perhaps they might have a couple of locations that they might like for the work done at their home or their office. So I'd like to make that all a smooth process for them to book online with us. Makes sense. And so you've got these sort of like these two spikes, if you will, of tire moments. Yes. Amidst in between there, there's probably repairs or yeah, swaps. Yeah, tires and things like that. And then like you've that. got consistent yeah, oil exactly, changes. Exactly. So it's kind of been a, a bit of a, uh, yeah, definitely well described as spikes and trying to weather these slower periods has resulted in trying to add more, add more types of service. Cool. And, w- and when you start having the, the sprinter van, does that mean you also like, can people purchase their tires from you as oh, an additional yeah, service? Sure. So it's like, yeah, people can do that now. And very easy if they're just as winter comes up right now, if people have a set of winter tires that they need replaced on their winter rims, you get it, go pick it up and then put the new tires on those rims and then all set to go when it's actually time to put them on. That's cool. So now you're go- there's obviously convenience here, which is, I think, for the one of repairs, obviously maybe going to a shop makes sense, but for tire swapping, oil changes, like the convenience of not having to book that in and manage it across a busy time of the year where they can only fit you in on Wednesday at three because that's what's convenient for them. It's like, sure, that's convenient, but I, I'm mm-hmm. at home and I'm on calls. For you, you can go anywhere. So it provides more flexibility even in these yeah. surge periods because the customer's okay because their car is just sitting there. What difference does this cost me? So obviously there's convenience here. Is this like way more expensive than the average tire swap? Nearly yeah, the same? How, we, uh, how are you kind of building we that We kind of set out? it up to be about the same. It's actually lower cost than most of the uh, dealerships would charge. We can keep these costs minimal just because we have much less overhead. Obviously we're not, I'm not renting a shop or any paying lease on any shop out there. It's just running the vehicles and traveling has been the, the biggest cost. We try and uh, keep the barriers to trying our service minimal by not charging a, a big premium. Of course, there is potentially the ability to charge more for this type of convenience, which is something we're we're thinking about as well. I'm trying to keep it as accessible to as many people as possible at this stage. Could be uh, it could be a case of trying to leverage the convenience into charging a higher price down the road, perhaps. Makes sense. So what's like your, as you talk about down the road, what's sort of your future vision here for what you're building out with Wheel Easy? Is it to build like a central source? Is it to build like a franchisable model? Is it to build on the back of this and go down more of a technology route? What are you sort of thinking and, and what is sort of in the next six to 12 months, if you will? In, in, this in the short term, definitely focusing on getting the tire business kind of self-sustaining, right? So at this point, I'm going out to do a lot of the tire swaps myself. So it's not really a sustainable model. I mean, we know we can't scale ourselves or scale our time. So I'm working to, to increase our capacity by adding more technicians 
over this past summer, I had been teaching at Fanshawe College for an automotive service technician apprenticeship program with the goal of building the pipeline and having more, uh, more people that we have connections with to give us that potential additional capacity for these surge periods. Along those lines, though, I also see some potential on the, uh, on the software side as well. So what we're developing in terms of the booking flow is primarily a better experience for our customers, having the ability to book online seamlessly. But we're also building in the background of that is a more efficient schedule for our technicians as well. So I had encountered in our um, servicing so far that sometimes people would book in the north end and then in the south end immediately after. It could have a 30 to 40 minute drive between customers sometimes, in fact. So this was a big problem that I had kind of learned about going out to do the service. So on the development side, we're trying to build a system where it can centralize these customers geographically into the same time period. So someone from North London booking on Monday morning, for example, would mean that now Monday morning is only assigned for North London customers. So anyone booking from North London would see Monday morning, but anyone in South London would not see Monday morning as an available booking slot. So having this efficient booking platform being tested with our company, I think it gives the opportunity for many other mobile service providers to utilize this type of technology as well. Anyone with five to 10 appointments per day may see themselves traveling a lot throughout the city in a number of different areas. And if they could potentially optimize their travel, they could meet more customers. So I had in many cases out there on the road in the past, you know, I'd on one street, traveled away to a different area of town and then returned to that same street, you know, almost next door neighbor and only to find that that neighbor said, oh, in the morning you couldn't come. I wasn't doing anything. You could have just come and, and done it. So trying to, you know, all that information is out there, customer's availability, my own availability. If we could use technology to kind of communicate these availabilities and, and set up a way that makes most efficient sense for me with no impact on them. I think this is very positive for our tire swapping business and potentially some other types of mobile service businesses as well. Not only automotive, maybe, you know, landscaping or plumbing, or even I had a friend who's a mobile dental hygienist and, and mobile dog grooming and things like that. I think these are all businesses that potentially could use a technology like this. Trying to move forward, I see building up that tire business, the wheel easy business, using this technology is in the background. Wheel easy would be the first customers to try and validate this type of software and then get it out there to more service providers that are on the road. That makes sense. Yeah. Because to your point, the software benefits you, but anybody that has any mobile business offering whether that's mm-hmm. detailing or dent repair or dog grooming or hygiene, all those mobile things are trying to yeah, root optimize exactly. or booking exactly. optimize. So you're really building a booking optimizer for everybody. We'll continue to build out wheel easy, which is cool. That way you've got like tech and a traditional business that's being a traditional service business that's being disrupted in some way, which is pretty cool. And I almost envision some ability if you've created like a sustainable set of services that, you know, an independent individual that maybe doesn't have the tech platform or the business awareness could franchise something like this out from you as the central booking model to help 
light this up in multiple regions. For really sure. Fast, like really in my, cool. you know, in my mind, there's definitely a possibility to, uh, you know, have this open as an Uber style marketplace, perhaps technicians who have, you know, spare time on Saturday or Sunday could make themselves available to customers who want to connect with technicians coming to their home to do the work. When I started out as a mobile technician in this space, there really wasn't one platform that gave me the ability to book appointments, take payment, make invoices, organize customers, communicate with customers. I like to make the Wheel Easy platform a tool that can, as you say, people who have the skills can just supply their labor, plug into our system, and then just get to work immediately. Yeah, just make exactly, your lives wheel right. Easy. Everyone's life can be made wheel easy. I, I I love it. Now, Dennis, t- tell me about, obviously, we're talking through this like it's super simple, but getting anything up and going has its challenges. What's sort of been the hardest part of sort of building this up to where you Oh, yes. Through? Lots of tough stuff. Well, I mean, number one was just going out to do the work myself. So it was limited on time. I was trying to do this, trying to start this business up while I was in school. So that kind of limited my time uh spend on assignments and things like that. So that was kind of sad at that point. But looking back, it was, uh, it was, it was okay. And then trying to balance the time with the family as well. So I've got the wife and a, and a nine-year-old and a one-year-old and trying to spend as much time as possible with them while also trying to, you know, nurture my own other baby here of Wheel Easy has, uh, has definitely been tough, but they've been very supportive. And now my nine-year-old daughter can identify winter tires from all season tires. It's really funny. <laughs> Soon yeah, exactly. She, she wants to, she yeah. wants to come out with me. She had come out uh, a couple of times, just, uh, you know, hanging out in the car while I was doing the work, but she's very interested in the tire business, but also interestingly, she's coming up with all types of different business ideas of her own. It's really great to see that side of it coming out too. Yeah. She can help you when you get tired or when you think about exactly. retiring, oh, yeah. all of those things. <laughs> That's all, all types of puns, right? All types of puns. Now, what's been sort of, you know, on the flip side, I'm sure you've got lots of really cool stories or, or you know, heartwarming <laughs> moments. Is there sort of like something that stands out to you as part of this journey? Or maybe it's even part of being part of these pitch competitions, which is maybe less traditional for people that have been working in the automotive industry. What's sort of the most enjoyable or, or memorable experience. Yeah, so well, far. I would definitely say I love to see and help people who had helped me in the past. I take it as, as some serious validation when many of these people who I had pitched to and people who had been my professors and people who had worked on the projects with me in the past, now they would think of Wheel Easy and think of Dennis anytime they have car problems. So one of my professors at Ivy there, Janice Byrne, she had been an entrepreneurship professor she had come to speak with us at Western Accelerator. And then she, uh, not one week after that, she had found herself with a car that wouldn't start. So I went out there and we stuck a new battery in the car and got her on her way. So that was great to be able to help her after all the help that she had given me over the time spent with her. And then that's, you know, beyond that, there's been all sorts of people who had come up to the door to greet me. And they have one kid wrapped around their leg and one kid in their arms. I just, they are so thankful for how much easier this is compared to having to load up two kids in the car, wait around the shop for an hour or two, and then have to have their kids with them for that entire time. Not to say the kids are a problem necessarily, but 
No, yeah. you're giving the gift of time alongside wheel service, which be, is pretty. Can be a bit of a cool. challenge out there. I uh, I know based on my time in the shop and my time now on the road that that could be difficult to get there sometimes. So happy to make that to make that easier for people. That's great, and I, it sounds like a lot of people are benefiting from that already today. Now, you know, as we kind of come to tail end here, obviously you've got a bunch of different learnings, both from your experience working on cars, then aspirations of opening your own shop and now pivoting Mm -hmm. that to, I want to innovate in this space. What sort of like advice that maybe you'd have for other people trying to find their own entrepreneurial journey or start their own thing? And whether that be a traditional business or maybe actually spending the energy to make it disruptive like you're doing. Yeah, well, I would just say, you know, there's nothing to it to just do it. Nowadays out there, it's so easy to, or I should say, it's easier to start, just start things and get some of the ideas out there. Some of the uh, accelerator activities we had gone through was really, you know, you could start up a website, a Wix website for free. And then offer your services or offer your products, you know, come up with a, come up with a domain name and then build up the website and run a few Google ads. And it's really easy to go out there and very quickly see if people are interested in these types of services or products that you're offering. So we had just done this again. It was not a calculated approach of starting to offer these services, right? We just put on Kijiji tire swap at home, essentially. And then people started responding. And then that's how we validated that there was a market for this. And then we can tailor it a little bit more as time went on. But if you're having thoughts of starting any type of business or starting a, a venture, it's so easy these days to just to get things together and get things started and see if it makes sense. I love that. And I love that you also baked into there the idea of like that micro validation mm-hmm. before you go try to build out this giant enterprise, just get some stuff out there and start trying things yeah. out and you will get very real feedback if this is of an course. idea worth spending more time on because people will buy or reach out and it helps you sort of not have the 100% perfect version right from day zero, but you, you have to just start putting one foot in front of the other, which, which I yep, love how it's you hard to, that. uh, it's sometimes hard to, uh, you know, think about things way down the road, but today it's no problem to, to start. I love it. Well, thank you, Dennis, so much yeah, for joining us today. I love the name wheel easy. I mean, I'm called pitch, please. Like so <laughs> we got something in common with, with our love for puns also love for cars. Love the work you're doing. I love the aspirations of really transforming this and, and including some aspect of tech or scale and really building it building it from the ground up. I look forward to it expanding to many, many, many yes, other sir. markets beyond London, Ontario. Keep up the great work. To everyone that tuned in, thanks again for listening to, to Pitch Please. Hope you enjoyed Dennis's story. And I'm sure if you're in the London area, you can check them out. Once again, just for everyone, we'll include it in the show notes. Dennis, if they're looking to get their tires swapped, oil changed, or repaired, and they're in the London area, or just looking to maybe help you on your journey, where can they find out more? Yeah, please do. Uh, Our website is wheel-easy.ca. So you'll be able to book your appointment on the website there, or you could have a look at some of our blogs with some car service tips and, and also, you know, our story so far as well care to follow along cool well thanks again for joining us dennis everyone i hope you enjoyed this episode of the pitch please podcast and we'll catch you on the next episode have a great night 
You've been listening to the Pitch Please Podcast. Pitch Please. Pitch Please. <laughs> Hosted by Mike Thibodeau. Tune in for regular episodes and show notes at pitchplease.ca. And make sure to give us a follow on your favorite podcast platform. Pitch Please, a Blue Mex podcast, is hosted by Michael Thibodeau and does not constitute a recommendation for any organization, product, or service. For more Pitch Please content, subscribe where you get your podcasts and visit bluemex.io to join us on Discord.